Hello, everybody. I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian. One name, two opinions. Uh, episode 132, Mars Attacks. No, we're not reviewing the 1962 Tops card series. <laughs> reviewing the 1995, was it 5 from 95? 1995 film? Yeah, 95, 96, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, so, Mars Attacks, or why, Tim Burton? <laughs> okay. The weird departure for him, yeah. Um, now I want to know. Uh, yeah, December 13th, 1996. So this is the very end of 96. This is almost 97, dog. Mm -hmm. You creeping into 97, dog. <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. So budget 70 million i heard they went way over that i don't know um let's we'll just read this ridiculous cast yeah it's stacked coming uh christmas 1996 jack nicholson glenn close pam greer annette benning pierce brosnan danny devito martin short sarah jessica parker rod steger tom jones Lucas Haas, Natalie Portman, Jim Brown, Lisa Marie, Sylvia Sidney, and Michael J. Fox in Mars Attacks. <laughs> Fuck you, Independence Day. <laughs> uh, even like the, opening, the opening credits is just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I was watching, I was like, whoa, really? <laughs> All right. It's like Roland Emmerich couldn't get a cast like this together. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> only the pulling star power of tim burton <laughs> yeah uh don't worry most of these people are unimportant and absolutely not used to any of their potential so mm -hmm. um except for nicholson i think nicholson is easily easily the standout and we'll get into why but not that it's oh, like yeah. the most amazing performance ever, but the things that they make him do is uh is pretty fun. But someone like Michael J. Fox is like, why even? I guess you know if Tim Burton calls, you're gonna say yes, but it's very yeah. small. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to be the biggest fish in a pond the size of a fucking drinking glass, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> this fucking movie. <laughs> uh, so. They tried to get a Mars Attacks movie made in the 80s before Burton. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. <sighs> What's it say here? So, final budget came to 80 million. They spent another 20 million on marketing for this fucking thing. This thing was, I remember, was around, man. You remember? Yeah. This thing was around. They had toys and shit. And after the movie, I was like, they had toys for this. Why the fuck did they have toys for this? Mm -hmm. Like who the fuck is playing? When you guys want to play Mars Attacks, <laughs> <laughs> it was such a fun action ride, man. Give me yeah. the toys. It was like I couldn't understand it. Um, and so Industrial Light and Magic does the computer animated Martians, uh, which look like fucking garbage, mm -hmm. garbage, and so. It's hard to enjoy the movie now because they just look like garbage. <laughs> I remember back then being a kid, 96, so I was 10. I remember like, this is so cool. Like the, just the graphic, not the movie, but the the, the graphics. So I was like, this is amazing. 
Um, but yeah, today it doesn't doesn't really hold up. Yeah, ILM too. They did fucking Jurassic Park before this. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Just Park looks flawless. way better than this. <laughs> flawless, yeah. <laughs> way better than this. Um, so they were hired after um, previous plan to use stop motion animation, which is so Burton. Yeah. That one, that one, I think that would have been much better. Even, you know, it looks like stop motion, but it gives it a more grounded feel than these fucking waxy, super shiny aliens. Yeah. Um, and it's Burton, so it would have fit right in. Uh, that fell through because of uh, uh, money issues, budget limitations. It's like making the clay figures cost more than the fucking doing your whole movie in CG in 1996. It's like what the That's fuck? <laughs> really? That was yeah. the cheaper option. <laughs> well, I, I, well, it's probably that's probably why we got the product we got. Well, what's your budget here? <laughs> ILM's like, ooh, that ain't gonna be no Jurassic Park graphics. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. This is about what I could do for that. It shows them the rendering. I don't yeah. have to do, I guess. <laughs> uh, or they could just uh, fucking get rid of half of your cast, the the money that you spent hiring these people, and put that towards um stop motion um so movie starts with that giant fucking i I fast forwarded it i'm tired of this (laughs) giant cast (laughs) spaceships in space looking like shit and then uh flying name cards and then there's some creepy 40s science fiction um and then we start with a this the beginning's pretty funny. One of the few funny parts. This is a comedy. I don't know where the comedy part lies. Uh, so you get this Asian guy standing there. Some redneck kind of looking dude comes over. What the hell did he say to him? What is it? Korean New Year? <laughs> I like, what do you mean? <laughs> I smell you over here cooking up a feast. <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> Oh, Korean New Year. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That was pretty good. And then and then they see something on the horizon, and a giant herd of burning cattle run by. Mm-hmm. Alive and burning with some shittily rendered fire. Yeah, fire. <laughs> thrown onto their backs. Ah! <laughs> and then the saucer. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. This is what happens when you... Make a film based on a fucking, not card a card game. game. Yeah, not a card game. A fucking card set. <laughs> from the night. It's like, it's like there's no. It's just pictures, and there's yeah. a, sh- a short, tiny story on like sixteen collectible cars that come with bubble gum. That's a <laughs> that's a movie right there. <laughs> and these, this is how they looked on the cards. These aliens. So there was no design really involved. They just kind of made this the movie um and then where do we go to from then uh so we're introduced to what the who is that black lady the mom I oh to, uh pam greer is that, is that greer okay yeah. i almost thought that was like vivica a. fox so that's independence day this is, yeah <laughs> <laughs> this, this is so similar <laughs> they tried to, you know the kids and this right, saving right. the day. So I thought because I I remember watching this movie as a kid a lot and liking it. And uh, I remember 
the one part you could really relate to was the kids like saving the day. Yeah. I'm per I I think the older one's Ray J. I'm not even sure <laughs> the older <laughs> kid. But uh watching it now, that was literally three minutes. Uh, yeah. And I was like, "What?" That was I was like, "Oh, oh so yeah, save, that's the part you play." I'm like, "I'm the cube saving the yeah. day." It's like, dude, it was three minutes. But it's arguably um, the funniest part of the movie. Like, we are dying because, like, yeah, I guess we're get the president out of here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking funny because it's so absurd and ridiculous. They still look kids with his guns. It's Come on, what are you doing? They, standing around? It's got to get the president out of here. It's like they always uh, skip school to play this alien light gun game. And that's what that first scene where she sees him with the arcade. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Stops the bus. Lady, I got to go to work. <laughs> Gets on out and grabs him, throws him on the bus. A bus applause. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a courageous mom. Yeah. Um, and so, and they're like, school's canceled. And I believe him because we found aliens. I think yeah. school was canceled and you're beating him, <laughs> you know? Um. But yeah, it's a ridiculous premise. Like, two kids learn to save the world from the game everyone said was useless. <laughs> Mars attacks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this movie. I mean, we can go through the whole. There's no story really, right? Um, aliens show up. The president, which is played by Jack Nicholson in his dual role, so this is his first part. He learns about it, and they're kind of throughout the movie. Well, the firstly concocting up a, a way to communicate, and then meet them, which doesn't go well. Uh, some killing, but then, well, maybe that was a mistake. Let's try it again. You know, they were scared. You were they were scared of the dove. You know, yeah. Maybe they don't have doves on their planet. And then they try again, and I think that was at that point they. Oh yeah, they wanted to apologize to Congress, and they blow up Congress. And then I don't think there's a third meeting. I think the third time is when they come into his like chamber, right? The president chamber. Yeah, they invade. I think after that. So it's like the story is they come, they invade, and all the while we're thrown around uh, with like twelve characters, the mm -hmm. giant <clears throat> cast, none of which you care about, none of which are have any story to them. Um, they're just, you know, one-sided, shitty characters. Like, Michael J. Fox is just the arrogant, uh, CNN reporter. That's it. That's who he is. He cares yeah. about his hair. And then, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker is a stupid, ditzy, like, fashion reporter who's now reporting on aliens. Um, mm -hmm. Pierce Brosnan is the smart science guy who knows about aliens. And always has a fucking pipe in his mouth. I liked him a lot in this movie. He's pretty good. <laughs> Every fucking scene, he's got a bite on it. I was like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Every fucking scene. Like, it's way more just, it's way more like scientific if I say it with a pipe exiting or entering my mouth. Yeah, yeah. More <laughs> intellectual, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. And uh, who else? Uh, yeah, Jim Brown. They got the Jim fucking Brown, running yeah. back, Jim Brown. Big Jim Brown <laughs> <laughs> plays an ex heavyweight champion of the world who now works at fucking Caesars yeah. or something. Or what are they? What's that pyramid? Uh, fucking casino. Oh, yeah. What is that called? 
Uh, Luxor? Yeah, yeah, something like yeah. that. <clears throat> he probably works there, and he's like a fucking King Tut dude. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this other chick who joins him from their casino at some point. I don't know. It's like, why does why is she with you? Yeah, like, that came out of she? nowhere. I was like, what the fuck? They is never she even introduced. It's just some chick with really nice. <laughs> Really nice tits and a little outfit. <laughs> I was like, "Who is this?" <laughs> like, what? Did, yeah, we didn't even we didn't even talk to her. Or really establish her, and now she's part of the <laughs> part of the group in one scene. Part of the group. Can I come with you guys? <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck? Did I miss something, dude?" <laughs> uh, Danny DeVito was like, "Oh, oh my god!" T- like criminally, you know, underused. I love Danny DeVito. He was barely in the movie. He's just like. It's like a ridiculous. Hey, I'm here every time. Like, hey, I do Tim Burton movies. I just love it when the, all the aliens are baiting, and he's like, "Am I the only one playing craps here?" <laughs> like, Come on, man. Come on. Man. <laughs> he's like, throws them down. Everyone's watching the fucking TV. And then the he sees an alien, and the when they're walking, and he, hey, I'm a lawyer. You guys are gonna need a lawyer, huh? Come on, invading the planet. You're gonna need a lawyer. <laughs> What do you want to watch? It's a Rolex. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and then there's the hippie girl, just one-dimensional hippie. Thinks yeah. the aliens are here to save the planet. Oh God, it's it's bad. Um, I don't get this movie. It's not funny. It's not. You, I can't decide. I can't figure out what it's trying to be. Is it trying to be a funny? B movie because it's not funny or is it trying to somewhat be a serious movie disguised as a B movie have actually have some spectacle which it doesn't really have either the very few practical shots are the best ones like they blow up the Big Ben like you can tell it's a fucking toy when they or whatever then when they blow that up that looks yeah. pretty good and then every time they have to switch the alien to a physical like rubber body so they can like touch it or move it or interact with it. those look pretty good i was like dude get some little people in some fucking suits and this would have looked amazing because those those suits looked good um but there's very very few of that um yeah so i can't like it doesn't do either well at all so it's like what is this movie for what was tim burton thinking like what did you think this movie was gonna do for your career or anything. Yeah. And I don't remember what movies he had around this time. I think he just came off of Ed Wood, didn't he? I think so, yeah. Which is another movie that everyone praises and I've never seen. I, I really want to watch it because uh, I like movies about making movies and apparently Ed Wood was like <laughs> the worst fucking filmmakers ever. Um, so I do want to watch yeah. that. But yeah, and that was critically praised. That was like one of the one of his best movies. Um, so yeah, just kind of weird to transition from something like that to the, I think, uh, well, I guess he didn't direct Nightmare on Elms or not Nightmare, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. He didn't direct it, but I think he's also coming off of producing that too. So yeah, it yeah. is kind of a weird, and I don't know, like it's clearly spoofing like alien invasion movies from like the forties and fifties, but I have no kind of connection to those like the only movie i've seen in that era is war of the worlds like the original one um which is a really good movie but other than that i mean i think it's just spoofing on those but without like having any sort of you know reverence for those i'm just kind of like okay this movie is very bizarre like it's 
I agree with you in a sense that it's not funny. Although I think there are some pretty, like I did chuckle a few times. I didn't laugh. Like when I'm watching Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I'm fucking laughing my ass off. <laughs> well, thank God you chuckled at this comedy. <laughs> but I think I didn't like... laugh, but I chuckled. <laughs> I like, that's a great praise for a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, like like that scene with the two kids and the president. I thought that was pretty funny. I think there's a line that Nicholson delivers. I thought that was pretty good. He's like giving the speech in the war room and he's like all right the people out there only have two out of the three forms of government and that ain't bad like this hit that whole speech i thought was pretty good um i think his 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 dual performance of that fucking i like that texas vegas casino owner yeah he was pretty great but as a movie is in a way it kind of reminded me of uh caddyshack in a way and that caddyshack is all these little bits that kind of form itself into a movie, but Caddyshack is actually fucking funny, and there and it does kind of come together when the plot decides to kick in towards the end. And this movie is kind of like that; it's just all these little bits, but the movie doesn't really go anywhere and, and doesn't really mean anything. It's just kind of what washes over you, like you said. There's no characters to care about, nothing to connect to. Um, I do like the idea of Mars Attacks, uh, how they approached of like. You know, what if aliens invaded and they were just a bunch of assholes, like a bunch of teenager fucking assholes? Because that's kind of what they're like. They're, yeah, yeah. I also like their voices, too. Their voices are pretty iconic. <laughs> 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 so good. Um, but yeah, this is a this was a weird one. I, I hadn't seen it since 90s. I, I remember seeing it in theaters and being like, OK, even as a kid, I was like, all right, the graphics are cool. Uh, but I hadn't seen it since then. And, um, yeah, t- by the way, for the audience, I picked, I am the one that chose this movie this week. And typically when we get together and we, and we talk about what we're going to do, and it's like clear that we're going to do it like a retro movie. I'm almost like instinctively always like, I always go to the nineties for some reason. Like I'm just really connected to nineties movies. That's kind of our era. And uh, actually what I wanted to do was a movie called Sudden Death. And I bought Sudden Death like a month ago. And I just been having, I wanted a, a reason to kind of rewatch it. And I was like, fuck yeah, we're going to do Sudden Death, baby. And then, um, oh, have you seen that? Is that the Seagal or the Van Damme? It's the Van Damme where he takes his kid to the Stanley Cup finals. and the Oh, yeah, yeah. Up. Yeah, Dude, I fucking love it. Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, that's the one I really wanted to do. Um, uh, but then I looked at all the streaming stuff and I didn't see it there. I'm like, well, I don't want to force Brian to fucking, or, you know, pull your arm to to rent it. So like, all right, well, I'll just scroll HBO. And then I just kind of scroll and saw Mars Attacks. I'm like, oh, fucking Mars Attacks. I remember that movie. And so I kind of just went with it. But um, yeah, it's a weird one, man. Like I chuckled a few times. But other than that, yeah, it's not a very good movie at all. <laughs> not very memorable. I, I was just watching it like, what the fuck? I wasn't enjoying myself. I was like, man, what did I see in this movie as a kid? And why did anyone go watch this movie? It's very strange. Everything from it is like stolen from somewhere else. The ending is fucking ridiculous and so terrible. Uh, So they kill the aliens by happening to find out they play Slim Whitman songs. (laughs) and And their fucking heads blow up for some fucking reason. <laughs> it's like what? And uh even that was originally created by 
uh, one of the writers when he worked at WNBC in 1982 in a sketch named Slim Whitman versus the Midget Aliens from Mars. <laughs> hey, I got a fucking ending. Oh my <laughs> this God. has already happened in my brain. <laughs> it's like, dude, what? What the fuck? This is ridiculous. Oh, not only did this shitty ending happen once, this has already been written. <laughs> oh my God. And it's so, funny because when it happens, I was like, okay, so you know, all these alien movies, they have to have some sort of weakness, right? And I was thinking, okay, they chose music. And I was like, that's a little, oh, fine, I'll take it. Music is the thing that blows their brains. But then I was like, oh, wait a minute, it's not music. It's this specific, uh, specific song. Because like when they're on Tom Jones's stage, Tom yeah. Jones is playing music and they're dancing behind the microphone. So I was like, oh, it's not music. It's just this particular song. Like, That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Definitely. There's another good one. Hey, you're, you're Tom Jones. <laughs> it ain't unusual. Hey, can I get an autograph? Anybody got a pen? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Why the fuck you have Tom Jones in this? Like, what the fuck is going on? No idea. Um, so... I gonna say there's a yeah Roger L. Jackson best known for his voice of Ghostface and the screen makes an uncredited appearance as a voice of the Martian translator device oh really (laughs) okay oh his performance in Mars Attacks that voice got him an audition for Scream Mm. so hey it worked out nice but uh yeah, I don't know, man. This is fucking weird. Playboy Slim Whitman. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I I thought I remembered. In my recollection, was the kids doing more to save the Earth, and I I thought I remembered it was water, and they had mm. squirt guns. Is that an alien movie? Do you remember? Was that in something? Were they using like water and squirt guns to save? Um, from aliens. The only th- when you said that, the only thing that popped in my mind is there's a Tales from the Crypt movie with Dennis Miller called uh, Bordello of Blood, and in the finale of that, they all have super soakers <clears throat> like, like spraying vampires with uh, holy water. Mm. Um, that's the only thing I can think of that came to my mind. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Maybe that I'm, I amalgamed some of that, but I was like, I thought it was squirt guns, but they actually had the laser guns of the aliens. And they look very funky when the kids grab them because they're practical and mm-hmm. they d- look, you know, they're not fucking shiny and shitty looking. So they look very <laughs> different. It's like he pulled a something out of a cartoon into the yeah. real world. <laughs> and it just looks, <laughs> looks off. <clears throat> uh, Sylvia Sidney from Beetlejuice. Du-du-du-du. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've never seen Ed Wood either, but I imagine it's good, better. I mean, he's got Johnny Depp. Yeah. Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah, Ed Wood. Yeah, I really want to watch that. In that era, is, fucking kills it. And from what I've seen of it, he's got the, a strange accent and a strange thing he's doing. Mm-hmm. Whenever he picks a strange thing to do, it usually goes pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when he's doing something weird. Uh, except fucking... Uh, Chocolate Factory. <laughs> yeah, what the fucking train wreck. Oh, hi. hi. <laughs> Bubblegum is gross. Bubblegum I hate the most. <clears throat> On designing the Martian. Oh. Okay. 
Oh yeah, that was a kind of funny part. The 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 Martian in disguise. There's a woman with giant pointy oh, breasts. Yeah. The Martin Short bit that was pretty good. Just like gliding through. <laughs> <laughs> Played by Lisa Marie Smith, Burton's girlfriend. Um, I did like yeah, that. that was... I, I, they call this the Kennedy Room, and I, <laughs> I thought that whole sequence was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty pretty funny. Um. Yeah, that scene. Um, yeah, Martin Shore. It's kind of crazy watching this because, like, Martin Shore, all these people look really young. Yeah. It's like, dang, dude, Martin Short. these people are, like, 70 now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> it's like, Martin Short looking good. So, yeah. Um, so, who did the, f- the scores? Danny Elfman? Oh, uh, yeah, he did. To he whom Burton was reconciled. <clears throat> Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's got a lot of... You know, science fiction kind of creepy fair you would expect. Yeah, I love Danny Elfman. I think Hans Zimmer's kind of taken over the conversation in terms of, like, scores. But, man, the John Williams, Danny Elfman days, man, they got some iconic shit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... It's about fucking it, I guess. Um, oh, yeah, Jack Black is in it, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Jack Black. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the, and then this kid, that long-haired kid, he's kind of like the Gilbert Grape character. You know, he's just kind of got a poor white trash family, kind of just trying to make it. Mm-hmm. Works at a donut shop, which he always brings up. It's like... When they do their symbol, which we come to find out means Mars, and the guy's like, oh, they're making the international symbol for donut. (laughs) (laughs) Which which is a funny joke to think about, but when I was watching the movie, I didn't laugh. (laughs) And uh, later, he's like, you you want a donut, Mom? How how old are they? They're fresh baked six days ago. (laughs) That's six days old. I'll take a couple. (laughs) And then he's uh, dropping off his grandma. It's like, uh, okay, Grandma, I'm going to go. Just give me a call if you need anything, like if you need me to bring by some donuts. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So, anyways, <clears throat> I think this movie is a waste of time and a train wreck. Looks like shit. Uh, plays like shit. Uh, I don't know of a... Tim Burton movie that I would think is worse than this. I'm not a big fan of Tim Burton, but I think his movies are decent, like Scissor Hands. Obviously, the Batman's are pretty good. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of much else he's done actually. But uh, I mean, they're decent ones. They're not really my cup of tea, but nothing like this. I was like, fuck, this is terrible. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, another good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beetlejuice, great one. Uh. They always have a, like a style. This one didn't seem to even have a style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it kind of for a minute was. I felt almost like a Edward Scissorhands. It was like a '90s version of that, like the colors and the utopia. But it doesn't really stick with it very much. Mm-hmm. Um. So it yeah it didn't even feel like it had his uh signature on it really. Um. Yeah. I mean. I was just getting through it. I was just like, wow, this movie's bad. 
I don't remember that just sucking and really having no point and, you know, being a movie where it's not a good alien movie. It's not a good comedy. I was just like, man, and you come out in the same year as independence day. And obviously people are just going to compare the two alien movies, even though they have nothing to do with each other. And it even says in this, in this uh, thing I was reading that they changed the ending to make it, more similar to Independence Day. <laughs> I was like, what? Wow. <clears throat> like, you don't want your movie compared to it at all. Um, Yeah, so I came away with a way lower score than I thought I was going to come away with. Um, I'm going to 4.3. Yeah, it sounds like I'm a... Garbage. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it stinks. Um, I think I'm a little softer on it, Um. But I mostly agree with you. I think I think you and I are mostly aligned. I do think, you know, some of the bits worked for me maybe a little more than it maybe landed for you. Like I don't. I think there are some. Maybe I didn't laugh, but there are some like good chuckle moments of like, like when they're in the the ship and <clears throat> here's Brosnan's head just floating there and she's on a dog body and she's like, "Were you flirting with me?" It's just like this so fucking absurd and ridiculous that I kind of just chuckle at the absurdity of what I'm seeing. And that's kind of like yeah. a lot of the movie where I'm just like, this is all absurd and I'm kind of chuckling at it. Um, uh, I like, I like, um, like Charlie Chaplin type silly bits. Like there's one, um, it's not, it's not a body humor, but there's this small little bit where they're, they, uh, they blow up the monument in, in DC. I forget what it's called that, that huge, like tower. <clears throat> Yeah, these, like little, yeah, these little kids are like running in one direction, so they make it so it's trying to fall on them, but then they run in the other <laughs> direction and they come and like tilt it to kill the children. So there's like a lot of like chuckly moments like that. Um, but again, to your point, it doesn't really amount to anything and you don't really care about anything. So it's just a bunch of random ass scenes with, you know, sometimes good bits, sometimes not. Um, but yeah, so... Um, I'm giving it like a 5.5. So I'm a little bit above you. Um, but still, it's, it's not a good movie. Uh, I'd rather watch a different Tim Burton movie or, or <clears throat> different comedy. Um, but yeah. Yeah, 5.5, 4.3. It's great. It's <laughs> a great one. Man, I should have I found Sudden Death, that movie. For those of you who don't know, this is a movie where Jean-Claude Van Damme kills a terrorist in the uh, Penguin's mascot uh, outfit. Um, so, in other words, this that movie is a masterpiece. I remember it not having a lot of action for a Van Damme movie, mm. if I remember correctly. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a really long time. Like I said, I bought it like a month ago for five bucks, and I haven't I just haven't got a chance to get around to watch it. Like it has it. a lot of story. Like it has a really good story for a Van Damme movie, but not as much action as a normal Van Damme movie, from what I recall. <clears throat> yeah, Mars Attacks, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some people like really like this movie. I don't. I wouldn't consider it like cult classic in our zeitgeist but i do from time to time i do hear people whether on podcast or just kind of out in the world that that talk really highly like an underrated masterpiece that that's out there i'm like eh, i don't know about that yeah and i was gonna say when you're the, the Je- sarah jessica parker part with pierce brosnan that looked like such shit yeah it was pretty bad it's hard to enjoy like that her head on the dog, it was so bad looking. Yeah. And it's like, 
she's like staring off at a reference point or something, and it's not very good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, bro. Jesus. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you've seen it before, you you don't need to see it again. You're okay. You're, you'll be okay. <laughs> what a, what a pull. What a pull for HBO to get this on there. <laughs> you know, if yeah. Last of Us doesn't work out, this this is an avenue they could go. They got Mars Attacks the library. <laughs> Mars Attacks the series. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's so funny. We watched uh <clears throat> we watched Babylon last night and like the fucking polar opposites of it was like a weird whiplash kind of a day between Mars Attacks and Babylon. I was like, Jesus. Which I recommend. That movie's fucking wild, man. That was a wild, wild movie. Wild, wild stuff. Wild wow. stuff. Wild stuff. Okay. You say it's a movie now. Okay, wild. <laughs> Lots of cocaine and, and drugs and, and elephant pooping on cameras wow. and golden showers and wow, starring y'all. Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie. <laughs> wow, check it out, everybody. Have y'all heard about this? Babylon. Wild stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, sorry to disappoint you with our scores for Mars Attacks. Sorry we couldn't give it tens. I mean, we really wanted to bring home the Oscar for Mars Attacks. Yeah, just didn't play out that way. Yeah, you know, you know, we watch it so you don't have to. All right. Uh, please like and subscribe. Please check us out. We're on uh, Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We're here on YouTube. All the places but Mars. So, act, act. Oh, I have a question for you, actually, before we What's close. Up? You had mentioned Ant-Man. Is is Loki is Loki required for that, do you think? Do I have I have a week before it comes out. I'm just curious, should I watch? I mean, you've always been pushing for me to watch Loki just in general. Isn't there two seasons of Loki now, though? I think there's only one. I think it's just the one. <laughs> I would watch Loki. I don't think it's super required. Because mm-hmm. I think it's a multiverse thing where Kang isn't really the same Kang. Oh, I see, I see. But they do discuss some stuff of Kang that I think will be incorporated. Like, you know, I would watch it. Okay. Man. All right, I got a week. I, I, can, I, can, I can bust it out. <clears throat> yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. It's be, wow, this is really great stuff. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's from like another dimension. Wow. So, yeah, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, Go enjoy that Super Bowl today, everybody. Go Eagles. So until the next V's, we say, eh, eh.